Welcome to Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life, the only podcast hosted by a high-achieving tech leader and certified coach that teaches you how to use proven cognitive tools to rewire your brain so you work 10 to 20% less while crushing your goals. And you'll do this in 180 days. Hi, I'm Sarah. After decades of frantically overworking, never believing I could achieve big goals in my life and feeling constantly anxious, overwhelmed, and burnt out daily at work, I finally figured work out. I learned how to work less while identifying and nailing goals I never thought possible. I learned how to feel calm, confident, and a sense of ease at work. So if you're a high achiever who wants to achieve big goals, but doesn't even think it's possible unless you work a gajillion hours, or doesn't even think big goals are possible in any way, shape, or form, this podcast is for you. I keep it simple. You'll learn the neuroscience-based cognitive tools I and my clients use daily to work less while achieving more than they ever imagined. Quick side note, you'll run the risk of being passionately in love with your career. Hey, rock stars. How y'all doing today? I hope you're doing pretty awesome. So what I want to talk about today is how every day in life is uncertain and how we can manage that uncertainty is by looking at our expectations. So every day is uncertain. It's all about our expectations. So first, let's talk about the fact that the human brain's least favorite thing in the world is uncertainty. That's the bad news. And it's a fact of life. Here's the good news. We can plan for uncertainty. So everything in life outside of us, outside of our bodies is uncertain and not within our control. And even some of what happens inside of us is uncertain and also not within our control. But we absolutely hate uncertainty and we'll do anything to avoid it, pretend it doesn't exist, or try to control it even though it can never be controlled. So to avoid uncertainty, we make up stories in our brains about how things will be so that we can pretend we know what's coming and feel certain. And here's a few ways that we control our life outside of us so that we can feel certain. We have some expectations that things and humans outside of us should act a certain way or should unfold in a certain manner. By the way, I call expectations about how other humans should act or how your life should be or how the world should be premeditated resentment. Listen to that. Expectations are premeditated resentment. So that's probably a first lesson to learn how to drop expectations. And what you've also heard me call you know, trying to control other humans and other things outside of us so we can feel a certain way is I've called that the manual. So that's one of the cognitive tools that I teach. So I want you to think about how much time you spend thinking about your expectations for the future or worrying about the worst case scenario at work or in your career or in that romantic relationship. Your brain is trying to prepare for the future because of your fear of the uncertain and the unknown. And you try and predict the future so that you can feel certain. You may believe it will feel better if I know what's coming. And then think about how much time you spend trying to control. So the first part I just want you to think about is all the brain space, thinking, thinking, ruminating, ruminating, all the things. 
now I want you to think about how much time do you spend trying to control parts of your life? Should they meet your expectations? Let's, let's think about that. Ask yourself this question. How much time do you spend trying to control your body and what you eat and what you drink and how much time you exercise? How much brain space is that taking up in your brain so that you use all these things, you know, what you eat, what you drink, exercise, so that you can feel a certain way about your body? How much time do you spend trying to control how you look? How much time do you spend trying to control what other people think and feel about you and doing some people pleasing or trying to control your friends, family, loved ones, strangers, everything, right? Even your colleagues, like your colleagues should just get it when you share a deck with them, right? They should just get it and understand all so that you can feel certain so that you can feel that feeling of certainty. So just think about that. When I think about how much time I used to spend trying to control like my body and how I looked and worrying about what other people think and all the things like, it's like, no wonder I even got like my own shit done in life. So ask your brain that question. And what I want you to think about too, is what's really going on here. Why we spend all this time thinking about, you know, controlling things or trying to control other humans or control ourselves is what we're really afraid of is our own unmanaged brain. We're afraid of the critical self-talk thoughts we're going to have and the negative feelings we're going to feel if we don't follow that specific food protocol so our body can look a certain way. Or if our boyfriend doesn't say, you know, I love you after you tell them that you love them, or your girlfriend doesn't say, I love you back, or your partner doesn't say, I love you back. Our brains are terrified of the idea that we might feel sad or anxious or guilty or afraid in the future. So this is why we're so afraid of uncertainty, okay? And all of this fear and concern comes out of your primitive puppy brain, okay? But if you just look around you, isn't kind of everyday uncertain? Like you don't really know what's gonna happen, right? The solution to all of this is number one, feeling your feelings. Say it's the worst case scenario and your romantic relationship ends. The work is to choose to feel the negative feelings, the sadness, the loss, the grief, the pain. You want to feel the contrast of life. You want to feel the love, the joy, the amazingness, and the sadness and the loss and the pain. And so regardless of the outcome, once you've allowed that emotion, say you've allowed that emotion of sadness or loss and accepted that it's okay for you to, you know, feel anxiety, loss, fear about uncertainty about your relationship, for example, you can start to dig into what's really causing your fear of uncertainty. If your fear of uncertainty is around what you will think and feel in the future, you will start to figure out what that's about, right? So what thoughts do you imagine you will have? And what feeling do you imagine you will be experiencing? What's interesting to me is that when I dig into uncertainty and anxiety with my clients, it's so often that it turns out that they're fearing they will think something terrible about themselves. They're fearing the way they'll blame themselves for whatever happens. And that's why they can't escape that fear. Because if you've set up your brain to blame yourself for circumstances outside of you, or to shame yourself for your own thoughts and feelings, then it doesn't matter what outcome you imagine. You're going to fear that experience. 
When I feel anxiety about uncertainty, it's because I think I need to know what's going to happen. And when I think I need to know what's going to happen, my assumption is that some things that could happen would be better than other things. Here's a mind-blowing thing for you to think about. What if all the things that could happen to me or you are equally wonderful? Then I don't feel like I need to know what's going to happen, right? But that imagination of how you will feel is just based on your unmanaged brain that fear, that uncertainty. It's just you thinking, oh, if I get fired from this job, I'm going to feel ashamed. So obviously getting fired would be better than not getting fired, right? If your brain is saying, if I get fired from this job, I'm going to feel ashamed. So that's how it happens. When I'm in this moment, trying to predict what's going to happen. So I don't have to feel uncertainty. And I believe that one outcome is better, like not getting fired. But that evaluation is just based on your prediction that you're going to feel bad if I'm fired. So that will be the worst outcome. But that analysis is wrong because I don't have to know what the outcome is because my thoughts and feelings don't just happen to me. If I know I'm in charge of what I think and feel no matter what, and that I can choose that ahead of time, even without knowing the outcome, then I have nothing to fear. I don't have to know what the outcome is. I got fired from a job 20 years ago and I started my entrepreneurial endeavors. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. So all I have to know is that I'm going to manage my brain. And when I know that, that allows so much more openness and curiosity to come up for me. Because rather than assuming that I do know the better outcome based on what I'm afraid to feel right now, I can decide that whatever happens is the better outcome. Like me starting my business 20 years ago, right? It's the scenario designed to serve me. But the whole way that I imagine which outcome is better than another is just based on what I currently imagine I will feel. So this is all unconscious thoughts and feelings that I'm predicting I will have. And when I look back at my life, there are so many things that felt super painful at the time. But now, and after I did some thought work, I could see how every one of these scenarios was designed to serve me. So I just talked about like, you know, getting fired 20 years ago from a tech startup and then starting my entrepreneurial endeavors. You know, I've shared with you on prior podcasts that like, you know, my dad many years ago, I think it was like 2017, just decided that he wasn't going to have me in his life anymore. That really forced me to build belief in myself and be independent and build a lot of confidence in myself versus relying on him. I had to grow a lot when that happened. You know, my mom died and I had to, I had to grow a lot from that. I think about the last big romance that I had where I was really in love and it was so painful when it ended, but that relationship ending got me on this path of cognitive behavioral therapy and being a coach. And it was meant to end so that I could be where I am now. And also being in this amazing relationship with my current partner. You know, I think about my eating disorder that I, you know, got when I was in my teens and you know, that started me on my personal development journey. So, so many things at the time that I thought were the worst case scenario, I don't wish they were different. I'm glad they happened because I've chosen how to think and feel about those things and to love them as a part of my journey. I have chosen to love them. I've chosen to love where I am right now. This is all about a decision to choose how to think about these things that happen in your life. How is what is happening in my life serving me? What is it designed to teach me? Ask yourself those questions when you're noticing that you're feeling anxiety and uncertain about certain things and things are changing. Knowing that I can choose what to think and feel gives me the tools and a skill to be adaptable 
to whatever life sends my way. Think about that, right? When I choose what to think and feel about my dad ending my relationship with him, I get to, you know, I get to feel the loss, feel the grief, feel the pain. And then think about how this serves me to build more confidence in myself and belief in myself versus relying on my amazingly brilliant, fantastic father, right? Choosing my thoughts and feelings and choosing to believe how everything serves me really gives me a lot of skills around how to be adaptable to everything in life. So I like to think about this formula. I feel my feelings, like for example, the loss of my relationship with my father. I choose my thoughts, for example, how is what's happening serving me? And that gives me adaptability in life. So feel feelings plus choose thoughts equals adaptability. I believe every stage of my life has been better than the last because I've decided to believe it is. This isn't tricking myself because there's no objective thing as better or worse. It is always just a human brain that evaluates something and decides to think it's better or worse. You decide the worst case scenario and the best case scenario, or you just decide it's the outcome, it's the scenario, and how does this serve me? There's no worst case or best case. It's just an outcome. So why not choose to believe it's better? When I think about everything in the past being part of my journey to today, then I can see how no matter what happens today or in the future, it's always it's also going to be part of my journey. And I can decide to love my journey on purpose, right? I don't have to know what's going to happen. I don't have to know the outcome. I don't have to feel certain about something that's going to happen in the future. It doesn't matter. I can be curious about what will happen and interested to see how my life is going to unfold. And I know that I get to decide how to think and feel about it. I can decide on purpose what I will believe ahead of time, no matter the actual outcome. So if I decide on purpose to always believe that whatever outcome happens will turn out to be the best one and that I can learn from it and I can grow and I can decide to love that version of my life, now all of a sudden it doesn't matter what the outcome is. There's no reason for me to feel anxious about uncertainty. And so being curious about what's going on in your life, curiosity, openness, the ability to perceive things more clearly and with less cognitive bias, that's our goal, right? Just accepting the circumstance in life and being curious. So you're no longer trying to force the journey to a particular destination and you're not giving up either. But you're not giving up and just taking your hands off the wheel and resigning yourself to your fate. You're just present. You're curious. You're alive. You're curious to see what unfolds. And you're not afraid of any particular outcome. And that's when you don't have to fear uncertainty. You can just be present and see what happens. That's the only state we're ever trying to get to anyway, right? It's just being here in the moment. And the only thing we want is to be present with our own experience, present in our own lives in real time and to experience the magic of that. So remember, your thoughts and beliefs will always equal your reality. And it's so important just to look at your life, accept it for what it is, love the process that unfolds. And the only certainty you need is that you can manage your brain no matter what happens and that you can love your life, whatever life you have and whatever circumstances are thrown your way. That is how you can adapt to anything that happens in your life, right? Worst case scenario or best case scenario. You're going to feel your feelings first, the loss, the grief, the pain, whatever. And you're going to decide what to think about what's happening in your life. 
And when you know that, there are no risks you're not willing to take. There are no experiences you're not willing to show up for. There's no life you're not willing to have. And there's no moment you're not willing to be present with. And this, rock stars, this is how you manage those feelings of uncertainty. This is how you feel certain about your life. Okay. Drop those expectations. Just know that whatever outcomes happens, you get to decide what to make that mean. And you're going to make all these things in your life mean something that are just going to keep serving you on this incredible journey called life. Okay. All right. You got this and have a beautiful rest of your day and I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.